I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. One is Mark and John's the other. They're just friends. They are not lovers. It's two old queens. It's two old queens. They're just sassy, not that mean. Two old queens. It's two old queens. Shut up. Hello. Hello. Welcome to Two Queens. I'm John Flynn. I'm Mark Rennie. Oh, Mark, we have twice the guests, so I'm twice as excited. Please let everyone know who we have got with us today. Well, to kick off a month of Queen's Choice, she's America's sweetheart. You know her from Get Shorty and Corporate. We got Pam Murphy as well as, hold on, save your yays for the back end. He's an actor, (laughs) improv teacher, and host of the podcast, I Will Write Your Book. It's Will Hines together. Yay! Yay. Hey, guys, Um, welcome. Thanks so much. Thank you for being here. Uh, Thank you for being our uh, victims. Yes, you're um, our first return guest, I believe. Oh, thank God. That's true. Thank God. I'm honored. <laughs> yes, that's true. Well, it's maybe not for an honor, but it's all right. So let's talk about what we're doing this month, Mark. We're doing, it's called Queen's Choice, where John and I are picking the movies. And this is the first week. And spoiler alert, this is John's pick. Yeah. <laughs> shocking. Very shocking. <laughs> shocking. It's something old and dusty. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> like my vagina. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, boy. That's not my word to use. <laughs> 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 it got me thinking. I've been listening to a lot of disco lately, and I have been thinking, okay. like, because this is a very, like, disco-y yes. movie, I would say. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think that's safe For to sure. say. Um, and don't you think at this point, though, it's safe to say, that disco has aged better than punk music. What? Because like the whole disco sucks movement was rooted in like homophobia and racism. Yeah. Uh, then True. everyone says disco sounds the same, but then I counter the Ramones. 
Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah, well, so the Ramones are kind of just okay, I guess, when you... No, I'm saying it's okay that they sound the same. Right. That, that all those songs sound the Right, same. they criticized disco for sounding the same, but they those people didn't get mad at the Ramones for being the same every song. Right. Yeah. Or you ever heard a mm. Chicago album? My gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I think disco definitely, it's it became like, Accepted as hip by everybody. Yes. Uh, I think. Well, I think disco also like entrenched itself in sort like because it became such a wedding staple. It just became something that was never going to go away. Yeah. And it was so. Uh, do you think you'll go to a wedding and not hear disco music ever? Yeah. <laughs> not any wedding I'll dance at. No. <laughs> and it was like kind of fancy, or kind of like elitist, like to go to like Studio Fifty Four. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Compared to, sure. I guess, like, you know. But not every disco club was fancy. I, I mean. think, like, just pop music in general was, like, seen as, like, not cool by the classic rock fans. Right. It was more classic like, rock. Like, people, people who liked, like, 60s guitar bass stuff were, like, that's the only real rock music. Progressive thing. But here, and then, like, here's Aerosmith, Alice Cooper coming together in a disco movie. <laughs> well, yeah. Pam, I think that's as good as a segue we're going to get. We're on a bit of a time crunch. <laughs> so today, in case you hadn't guessed, we're talking about Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. John, what's the deal with this movie? <laughs> Mark, let me tell you the deal with this movie. Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band came out in 1978. It was directed by Michael Schultz. It was written by Henry Edwards, uh, Loosely adapted from an off-Broadway play called Sgt. Pepper's Only Hearts Club Band on the Road. It stars an ensemble cast that includes Peter Frampton, the Bee Gees, George Burns, Sandy Farina, Donald Pleasant, Steve Martin, Alice Cooper, Billy Preston, and Aerosmith. And it tells the story of a band as they wrangle with the music industry and battle evil, evil forces bent on stealing their instruments and corrupting their hometown of Heartland. Uh, and only George Burns is the only person who speaks lines in the movie, and he's there just to clarify the plot and provide uh, narration. Uh, and the whole soundtrack is uh, new versions of Beatles songs uh, drawn primarily from Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band and Abbey Road. Uh, the m- movie was a minor box office success. It earned $20.4 million on a budget of $13 million. However, uh, the critics hated it. Uh, Janet Maslin wrote that it, uh, watching it feels like playing shuffleboard at the absolute insistence of a bossy shipyard shipboard social director. Uh, David Anson of Newsweek dismissed Sgt. Pepper as a film with a dangerous resemblance to wallpaper. Ooh. That is the deal with Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. Well, John, you picked this movie. I did pick this movie. <laughs> so I did. why Sgt. Pepper? I pick, Well, first of all, when we came up with this idea of doing Queen's Choice, I said, well, I want to bring back some of our people who had some of the lowest scoring movies on, <laughs> in, 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 our, in our category. And so, Will and Pam, you are at the very, both of your movies, are, they're not, they're, if not at the very bottom, they're near, they're in the bottom five. So I was like, all right, I want to yes. show them, like, this is what a gay movie is. Okay. That also happens to be a straight movie. Also, Will Hines, I know, is a huge fan of the Beatles, and this is a movie that he has never seen. We have talked about what? it, so I thought like, yeah. oh, this is a good thing for him. And then I knew I knew just from knowing Pam Murphy that she enjoys this Ugh, movie, so I thought. I love it. And also, they have chemistry that is dynamite. Mm. Yeah. So I thought, it's Let's probably already overwhelming yes. the listeners. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so that is why I chose Sgt. Pepper's Only Heart School Band. Now, I know this is not a good movie. What? Uh, but it's a movie I saw many times as a yes, child. Yes, me too. HBO. It would do a hundred percent. Yeah. It was one of those HBO movies where like they, they paid for it for a month and they just showed it constantly. And so I thought, I actually think this movie, despite not being a very good movie, uh, it has, uh, like most musicals has like some little gems where you can be like, Oh, that number's great. Oh, that number's great. 
Uh, but I do think it does. It will do well with our scoring system. It will so do well. So it. you are just look. You don't think it's good. You don't even like it. You just I think it's going to do well. I enjoy moments of it. There's definitely there definitely treats and delights to be had within it. If overall, like corns it does and not a work. turd. There's little exactly. nuggets. Yep. <laughs> that is you. Exactly precise. You got it completely. Um, Will and Pam, it sounds like, what's your experience? Well, Pam, sounds like you've seen it and love it. Yes. I love this movie as a kid. It was very nostalgic. I was obsessed with it. I got the album, the soundtrack to this. And mm, I loved okay. it, loved it, loved it. I loved it. I loved Peter Frampton in it. I was like, that was mm-hmm. like, I was like really little too, like too little <laughs> to have a crush on a man. You had your sexual awakening to this movie? <laughs> yes, to Peter Frampton. <laughs> Pam's libido comes oh, along. For once. <laughs> it's been decades. Decades. <laughs> Oh God! It, I loved it, loved it, loved it. And then rewatching and how, it, I was like, "This yeah. is so good." Earth, Wind, and Fire—that Earth, Wind, and Fire, fucking—they kill it. Mm-hmm. There's so yeah, totally many good it. things in it. I just think it's, I think it's great. And then there's also so many stupid things like pitching this movie. What? I mean, well, pitching this movie, you're like, <laughs> "We got a horse on roller skates. We got everything. We got." <laughs> I mean, there's so much going on. It's so bananas. Mm-hmm. Uh, Will, what did you think? Okay, so um, I had not seen it as a kid. Uh, I am a huge Beatles fan. I'd heard that this movie was like really bad, and I've heard it like put down by everybody. At some point, I saw like the listing of like who did which song. Like uh, I saw like Steve Martin did Maxwell's Silver Hammer and stuff, and I was like, oh, that sounds like it could be kind of fun actually. And then I finally saw it a couple of months ago. Um, Okay. And um, it's really bad. Uh, it's like sort of like surprisingly boring, but I liked all the songs. I actually thought the songs were like pretty good or like they were either good or interesting or kind of fun. Like almost all the tracks I thought were like good to listen to. Like if you just gave me the soundtrack and I listened to that, I'd be like, oh, this sounds like it could be good. I mean, they're definitely like real disco-y sort of 70s takes on Beatles songs, but I don't mind that. I think that's kind of fun. But then the movie is just so insanely dumb. When I was watching it, I was like fascinated by how bored I was. I was like, why am I bored? I like these songs. The production of it's like pretty good. It like looks like a legit film. It doesn't look like a shoddy movie. And Peter Frampton is like really cool, I think. Um, mm-hmm. I think he's pretty cool. Um, I don't think he's like the problem with the movie. No, but like he's not the only one. The story is, I guess, just so nonsensical. Yeah, and I think they were going for cute. Like, who cares that the story doesn't make sense? It'll be fun. George Burns will just do it. And I was like, I care a little bit. Like, it's yeah. uh, there's just <laughs> the story you taken kind a second of pass. the story kind of makes sense. I guess it makes sense. It's just it's, so it's like thin, typical, right? Like it's just they're like selling their soul to come. They go to Los right. Angeles. They kind of like sell their soul, and then they, they get is that get like ever a good story? I think that's like an actor's story. Like we'll do a thing where people go to Hollywood and it ruins their lives. And I'm right. like, does anybody care about that except for the people in Hollywood? I, yeah, I kind of maybe it's just sure. too inside. I kind of wasn't sure why they had to get like the instru- like why were the instruments taken? Why were the yeah, instruments the taken? Thin, yeah, the story's thin, but then very complicated. But it's also like supposed to be this big theme, I think, of like robots like and industry, the business. Yeah. yeah, hating love and just wanting money or something, you know. But it's those robots. Come on, those, those sexy those robots. robots. 
they they make up for a lot. They do. They do. (laughs) And it's so much like people love robots. There's so much robot stuff going on. It's so (laughs) crazy. And then his like bus is so hokey looking. But then inside it's like this, you know, the height of technology inside. It's so funny. I had never seen. I knew mm-hmm. I had heard that this movie was like one of the worst movies ever made. What? Yeah, I don't think it's one of the worst movies ever made. I said that's what I had heard. That's beautiful. Like sure, um, but I did see it. and I think I'm kind of like with Will. Like it is like it's super campy, but then it's also like really boring and deeply unfunny. Yeah, maybe that's. Like, what I don't think correct. there's a single joke in one thing, and it's campy, but there's also no like strong female character. Yeah. Like so, I feel like that's what's kind of missing from this. So like, and the music is awful until like Earth, Wind, and Fire shows up. Uh, I see. I don't. I don't mind it. I don't think it's awful. I think there's again. I think it's hit or miss. What do you think, Will? Like, as someone who's a huge fan of the Beatles, where yeah, I, I was like, not. I, oh, I, I like that version of it. I actually, I liked most of the songs. Like, I was kind of excited to hear new versions of them. Like, I, I just felt it was like neutered to me. Like, it made like it's felt like it was Beatles by somebody who thinks they're solely defined by all you need is love. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, that's not all the Beatles were, were just like stupid hippies. Like, love, man, love. They were also like, I'm just fuck ups and like druggies and like, you know what I mean? I think the only one that I bummed me out was the Nowhere Man by Robin Kidd. Let me look. Like, well, every Oof, I think everybody oh, loves the Aerosmith <laughs> cover of Come Together and the Earth, Wind, right. and Fire mm-hmm. cover of Got to Get Earth You Into Aerosmith. My Life. And then the, mm-hmm. that performance that Aerosmith performance I mean come on deeply upsetting well let's get into it as you probably know as you probably (laughs) know we are looking for the gayest movie ever so a very complex and Byzantine scoring system with which to judge the gayest movie ever with a lot of categories Um, All right. so this is where our current top five stands right now Okay. so Number five with 76.52%. Funny Girl. Number four with 78.59%. Bradley Cooper's A Star is Born. Number three with 78.63%. Strictly Ballroom. Number two with 79.51%. Grease 2. And the number one reigning champ, gayest movie ever with 94.83%. Female Trouble. <laughs> I've never seen so Female John, Trouble. You gotta uh, check it out. That's a the, hate crime that you have. Yeah, the, uh, the other four I've seen, and those are I love those movies. Those what are was really Will's good. movie that he saw? When Harry Met Sally. When Harry oh. Met I think it's the straightest movie that they. Nope. Kramer, Kramer versus Kramer. No, technically, <laughs> um, I can tell you right now. Um, I'll tell Kramer you right, versus uh, Kramer. That was mine. It is. That was so, mine. So devoid of joy and everything. Uh, Goodwill Hunting and Harry Met Sally are tied for the bottom wow. at 16.2. Kramer versus Kramer is one up from them at 16.12. Oh, okay. So both of you did pretty dreadful. Um, yeah. John, let me ask you, where do you think... Can I just say that uh, I didn't pick when Harry Met Sally either? either? Like, you guys just asked me to come on the New Year's <laughs> one? Like... We asked you to pick a New Year's movie. You chose When Harry Met Sally. Oh, that's right. You could have chosen 200 Cigarettes starring uh, you're right. Courtney Love, which would have automatically scored better. Oh. You're right. Yeah. So, John, where do you think uh, I think, despite the fact that it is not good, the categories, the way the categories exist, I I think it's going to – I'm not going to say top 10, but I'm going to say top 20. Yeah. It's going to you, be You're there. working the system. I mean, that's uh, – be a little – take a bigger right, swing I'm, than that. All right. I'm going to say 15. Number 15. What? Um, what do you say? No. What do you say? You don't. I come on. I'll do better. I'll, I'll say it's. You think it's going to do better? I say it's going to be your say, number you number one gayest movie. I think it'll be a top ten. <laughs> it's not going to be number one. Absolutely not. <laughs> it's going to be real hard system. to beat a John Waters film. <laughs> yeah. 
All right, here we go. Okay. First, oh, and Pam oh. and Will, you guys have to. You guys agree have to agree on, on your score. Oh, okay, this that's is fine. never gonna happen. <laughs> well, I'll just give in to Pam every time. It's will. gonna be <laughs> fair enough. See, All right, our first chemistry. Yeah, <laughs> chemistry. Uh, first category. Tell Hollywood. Tell Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. Pam, I'm gonna need you to shut okay, up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Our first category, <laughs> homoeroticism. On a scale of zero to one hundred, how homoerotic is Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band? What is this? Pam what is Will. the rating? Zero to zero 100. to one hundred. Zero to one hundred, and a hundred is good. hundred is very yeah, the most. I, would okay. I mean, I say okay. Let's talk about when Peter Frampton and Steven Tyler are wrestling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's very, very homoerotic. Also, also, Frampton's just kind of strutting around the whole time, like just kind of sexy, and he's sort of androgynous in his look. Yeah. Do you think he's sexy? Yeah. I, like I dig like Peter Frampton. Oh, my yeah. God. He's so sexy then. That time. There's nothing for me. Oh, my God. And then also when Steven Tyler and that other guy, I don't know, when they're singing in the microphone together, their mouths are so close together. Mm-hmm. What that other guy who's in his band, whatever. And then <laughs> to me, the most homoerotic moment was when Barry Gibbs sings to his brothers, I'd love to turn you on while he's squatted in front of them and has his hands on their knees. Yeah, see? Yeah. That's it's crazy. So it's 100. So it's 100. <laughs> I don't know if it's 100. It's pretty Also, high. those scouts, like the, yes, boy, the scouts, boy scouts. Yes, the boy scouts. Adult scouts. Yeah, the I think, adult scouts. What do you think, Pam? Like an 80? I think 80 is pretty. I think 85. All right, let's do I was eighty-five. Say Ninety, so let's do eighty-five. <laughs> wow, eighty-five. I mean, because also, uh, I mean, I feel like movies that have actual overt homosexual love and sex should should beat it, whatever the number we give yes. is. <laughs> you don't mean beat it like leave the room. Yeah, like this, just get <laughs> get yeah, out of here, scram, make like a tree. Yeah, will <laughs> they should? We don't. So there's no place for them. Okay. No, um, eighty-five for this. I we think. All right. That's like a B plus. Uh, I'm gonna say it's pretty low. I don't think it's pretty. I don't think it's a very homoerotic movie. I'll give it a fifty. Fifty? Well, because there's like there's that '70s like sort of peacocking that happens a lot, right. and like that very tight fashion. So like there's definitely like everyone's kind of trying to turn everyone on at all the time. At right. All times. Imagine how much yeah. sex and coke was happening. Oh. Apparently there was a ton of there's just like literally open bags of cocaine everywhere. I on believe that set. it. You can tell yeah, by I mean, looking at it. It all showed up on screen. It's all there on screen. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to give it a 35 in Homer. I don't really think it's that homoerotic. Pump the numbers here. I know we're gonna we're gonna get much better as this goes along. This is a slow burn. Yeah. Okay. Maybe not here though. Uh, First, uh, next category: actual gay characters. Let's see. Well, there's there isn't any real. Well, there's barely any characters in this movie. Right. There's that. Basically color forms, not characters. There's Mean Mr. Mustard is played by a gay man, but his character is horny for a lady in the movie. So that disqualifies. He's definitely camp. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Billy Porter shows up, but he's not really a character. And he was gay Billy in real Porter? life. Billy <laughs> Not Billy. Billy Preston, sorry. If Billy Porter showed up, this wow. would be an amazing movie. Wow. <laughs> but his dance, like his routine, oh, that dance it was is, so good. That, those gold that, boots. Oh, he's amazing. amazing. That justifies the whole movie to me. I like, know, you at the that, end. And then you end with the like, Sgt. Pepper's Only Heart School Band reprise with who is in that thing. I think, yeah. Yeah. It saves the whole movie, the last 10 minutes. It really does. Um. Um. Yeah. So actual gay characters. The, the last well, 10 minutes is, is really fun. Maybe 10. Yeah, so 10, because there's almost nobody that's overtly gay. <laughs> there's nobody. Should it be a Let's zero, Let's go 15 just for the 70s. Can we just say 15 because we just assume that... People were gayer in the yeah. 70s? Yeah, they were just, yeah. They were, people were less like, likely whatever, to be closeted? Man. Yeah. 
in the seventies. Yes, I think so. All right. I'll also give it a. I'll also give it a fifteen. Based on based on just like the time, um, I think I think one of the Gibbs, the one who sings, uh, what's the one with the long hair and no beard? Which one's that? Robin. Robin. He does a lot of fun takes to the camera. He does. He, has sort he of does. Like a, yeah. He does. So yeah. I feel like if if you were to make it today, they'd make him gay. So I'm gonna give it a fifteen. The just person, for that. Robin Gibb. Yes, they yeah. would force Robin Gibb to be. He gay. actually yeah. goes like, to hug. He goes to like hug Maurice. Or whatever his brother and his brother's like, fuck off. No. <laughs> Too much. Enough. Enough. Um, I'm gonna give it a zero for actual gay characters. Right. Okay. Okay. That is literally you're gonna make true. Up, yeah. That's how I score. <laughs> yeah. by what is literally true? Well, don't, 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 don't encourage this. I like how I forgot that Marcus harsh on these. <laughs> I'm the mean one. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Grinch. That's me. All right, next category. You're going to make up a lot of points here. I don't know who I'm speaking to. Everybody, I guess. Uh, camp factor. On a scale of 0 to 100, how campy is Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Cards? I mean, 95? I mean, yeah. I mean, you've got marching band uniforms. Uh, there's a waterbed that's shaped like a record. Uh, <laughs> they used oversized money. There's a gong covered in lavender glitter. Um, yeah, I'm going to go <laughs> 98. I think this is wow. like, just as campy as it gets. Wow, I have a Up list there. of all the campy things I noticed. Let's hear it. Okay, this is on the longer side. <laughs> um, a marching band walks through the middle of a World War I battlefield and is not killed by either side. <laughs> Setting a movie about the Beatles in small town USA, a cow wearing a hat, wondering if George Burns had any idea what was going on. Old people dancing, an obvious backlot. George Burns singing, see the people standing there and pointing to two children who are not standing there but sitting down. <laughs> Using the song Getting Better over a scene depicting sexual harassment sex in a barn a chance to see the lighter side of donald pleasance a movie geared towards the entire family being really horny making your tv debut on a show called big disco and not playing a disco song <laughs> a really nice motorhome arriving in hollywood and the first thing you see getting off the bus is an ad for your boyfriend's band on a billboard who then comes alive and makes out with a girl on another mm. billboard a star wars parody Having the nerve to say the media is just propaganda for capitalism in a movie that couldn't be more of an obvious cash grab. Much like Jem and the Holograms versus the Misfits, in this you also want the bad guys to win because their music is better. <laughs> Strawberry's very sudden and violent death. And finally, using carry that weight for a pallbearing scene. Um, to me, this is a hundred. Wow. It's right. Wow. Good. I carry mean, the weight, that's what... um. And across the universe, it's a pallbearing scene. Also, carry that weight is also pallbearing in that. Oh, really? Yeah. And sometimes they were like, like on the nose with the songs, but then sometimes, yeah. like, um, "Good Morning, Good Morning" was just about we're being successful. <laughs> like they were just more like uh, not so. You on want the it nose. all or one or the other? Well, it was just weird. It was like pick a lane. I don't know. <laughs> How about when Get they first arrived in L.A. and then that like Egyptian window? Turn. The mannequins. Yeah. <laughs> look, they're alive. It was like the weirdest things to look. Prostitutes, come on, look. Matching prostitutes. <laughs> All right, our next category. Over the top wardrobe. Oh, this is also Maybe, high, right? This is like 95 yeah, at least. I'll say 95 again. You got marching band Just say 100. I mean, they, they go all out for this, okay, right? Okay, I mean, 100. I think they, the Boy Scout uniforms, 100. Yeah, or Hitler yeah. Youth. I don't know what that was. Suit? Come on. Yeah. I, I, could, I could go 100 on this one, too. It's just all, it's all just so broad. Uh, do you have any favorite ones? 
I love the gold bodysuit that uh, Billy Preston wears at the yes. end. I love uh, I love it when they're like are zapped by that weird blue electricity and are suddenly in like like amped up versions of whatever they're wearing. Like that's always fun. Like just the fact that like electricity or magic heightens their wardrobe. I think. Brings Did it you think? Top. Speaking of that scene, watching this, I thought, oh, this isn't. See, watching Steve Martin's song, I thought this is not funny. This is bad, right? Was Natural I the only one who thought Hammer? that? Yeah, I thought that was like oh, I, a little I, cringy. I enjoyed it, I guess, and I also thought, oh, that's what Little Shop of Horrors. It's his audition for Little Shop. Basically, of Horrors, like right? lifted that for the dentist. Well, I guess song. it's dialed down more on, or there's more of a sense of menace. Well, also, there's no characters in Sergeant I do want to say nothing. though that yeah. I noticed when they put the left glove on him, it was backwards. Yeah, and then, you think that wasn't intentional? No, it was not intentional. <laughs> and then later, in the in another shot, it's on normal. Wow! Oh, oh wow. boy! And I was like, continuity, oh, continuity. Uh, that's that disrespectful to the audience. Definitely a hundred for over the top wardrobe <laughs> for that. John, what are you giving it for over the top wardrobe? A hundred. A hundred. Um, I'm gonna give it a hundred for mostly for Earth, Wind, and Fire. Who? Oh, oh I loved it. Like the lead singer was wearing like a, a glammed up kimono. Like everyone seemed to Their have like outfits. it was like that whole it was show. like all of it's a small world in on one mm-hmm. stage, but gl- with sparkles. Yep. Fun. All right, next category: drag queen inspiration. Could a drag queen watch Sergeant Pepper and come away with a whole book of ideas? Yes. Yeah. A hundred percent. Like what? What the uh, ba- the again? Band. Billy, the band. Uh, anything Lucy wears is very drag queeny. Um, the diamonds, the band that plays the diamonds, their whole outfit in that number is really fun <laughs> and great. Everything is like all the outfits, like it's so over the top could, that I can't imagine. Could Alice Cooper being, like, uh, be an inspiration somehow? Yeah, definitely. And his like number, his, yeah, mm-hmm. the video he was showing, um, yeah. So he was also, turning. Like, I, Alice he was, Cooper Alice was also turning. in the fi- in the finale. Dame uh, Edna is in the very finale. That's and true. She has Dame inspired Edna. a Isn't whole generation, generation, and Tina Turner. Tina Turner and Jack. Wolfman Jack, Sha Na Na. Guys, there was a there was a cameo category. There's a cameo category. Oh my god, this is gonna go through the roof. Just got so excited. You know what's so weird about the Alice Cooper thing? It was like Alice Cooper was like, I have (laughs) two hours to do this on a Wednesday. Like it was like he he was like like, they let me out of rehab is what they did. They let him out of rehab for a few days to do it. I thought his like up and at that point. Watching in the movie, chronolo- like his was like the first number I thought that was fun and good because it at least did something different with the songs. What like, song did he do again? Because. Oh, yeah. Because I thought all the other ones were just like neutered. Everything like it was just like there was no like they were all like fluff. I don't know. I just hated the Bee Gees and Peter Frampton. Version. Well, the Bee Gees just came off Saturday Night Fever. So like. They shot this it- Sunday morning. <laughs> nice. See, that's why you're the host. <laughs> I I like the Bee Gees versions. I I mean, neutered. Yeah, they definitely like de rockified it and leaned into the harmonies more. But I was I was kind of interested to hear that. I mean, I don't know. Would you ever listen to them again? I did play that soundtrack again. Yeah. Well, I guess I like the songs enough that any any kind of different take on it musically is interesting to me. Sure. So I think, yeah, I think musically it's not where this movie is falls flat. Yeah, the songs are not the, for the problem. Seventy-five percent of those songs were pretty flat for me. Um, but that's just me. Um, mm-hmm. I'm giving it seventy-five for drag queen inspiration because I think a lot of the stuff. What do we give it, Penny? Like, I I don't think go, we went. Everyone yet. else gave it a hundred. Oh, we did. 
Okay. Um, yeah, you great. said 100. Sure. Um, I did think uh, the eye looks and Peter Frampton's fake tears. Oh, the eye looks of the... Oh, mm-hmm. the fake tears. The fake so tears. Yes. really... But I thought there's something there a drag queen can use, like just accentuate like yeah. fake sadness. But yeah, Lucy's uh, eye makeup was really oh yeah pretty fun. Yeah. All right, next category, always a crowd favorite. This one on a scale of zero to hundred, how likely are you to recommend this to gay people? <laughs> hmm. Uh, See, here's what I would say: if I'm talking to a gay person and they're like, "I've never seen it," I'd be like, "Okay." What do you think of Phantom of the Paradise? What do you think of Apple? Love, what do you think of love. Jesus Christ Superstar? Never seen it. Like, if you like these movies, this is of that world. And there's, again, like, it is a hit or miss proposition. There's stuff that doesn't work, but they're definitely, like, numbers that I feel like people will enjoy. And you'll be like, oh, I like that moment. I like that, you know, whatever. Be Earth, Wind, and Fire. Billy Preston. Um, you know, there's a lot of individual numbers that you're like, it's not a total watch. Um but it's not. But I would say watch those other three movies first. <laughs> Absolutely. Although I've never seen Jesus Christ Superstar. I guess I said it's disco-y. Who knew? <laughs> it's from With the Jesus? 70s. The the movie one, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, do the original one from the 70s, not any of the uh, later recordings of like. Hmm, maybe. I would never. What do you say, Will? 65? 50? I would say 50. <laughs> um, what are you basing that on? <clears throat> I would say it's like 50 50 <laughs> it kind of like it kind of like has the art direction and like it does have good art direction and the like kind of um and the campy sort of aesthetics of a more fun movie but it doesn't come through on the actual jokes so yeah. I'm like yeah I guess if it was a if it's a I would recommend it to someone who gay who's a Beatles fan I'd be like You'll find this interesting, I think, is what I would say. You'll be interested the whole movie. I agree definitely in that, like, what's interesting about it is less about entertainment and more about interest. You know what I mean? Like, what, why to see it is less about, like, oh, it's great, and more like, it's interesting to see what they do here, and it's sort of interesting to see how camp can be dull in some ways. Because you're mostly laughing at it yes. for the most part. And trying to think about the bit, decisions think- that went into, like, and, like, people thinking this movie is going to be great and, like, I, I kept thinking about the meetings that went into planning this movie and like wondering what I would do differently, but that that's still being engaged, even if it's on like a meta level. <laughs> sure. But mm. if everyone's so just doing bags of Coke, they're just like, yeah, and that too. And that too. They're yeah. saying, you know, yes they're not the really, it's so mm. weird because like in the beginning of the movie, it's like, they're kind of doing like, there's weird speeded up stuff or there's, there's like yes. weird stuff. That's kind of like, I'm like, Oh, this is kind of like, old Beatles movies when they made those weird movies. And I was like, yeah. oh, that's kind of what this is like. And then, and like weird wipes, you know, like yeah. edits. But then they just stopped doing that. <laughs> it was like really I, weird. But it's like there's always guys who like develop movies and TV shows, especially at this time, who just have seen those early 1970s, like variety shows, like Sonny and Cher's show and, and Johnny Cash's show. And, and the like, I don't know. There was like this time when like, Harvey Corman would be like in every on every night doing sketches with like Kiss would show up and play a musical <laughs> number and then like right and then like There's Phyllis D- and then Phyllis like Diller yeah. would come out and do like a legit number and then be in a dumb sketch that nobody had rehearsed and they were just like that kind of just loud energy equals comedy for a bunch of like development people like before Saturday Night Live 
rose up into the awareness of people over the age of 40 and were like, no, people want actual jokes. Right. It's not enough to just put us to just to put us not enough to just be weird. You can't just have Liberace come out with Tim Conway and like bake cupcakes. Like there's got to be. Why not? That, <laughs> that sounds great. actually amazing. <laughs> yeah, Pitch that's Jesus. a quibby. <laughs> um, so, what are you guys going to give this for a recommended gaze? I heard a fifty. 50. I would say fifty. Fifty, John. I'll, I'm going to give it a sixty-five. Sixty-five. Um, I'm going to give it a ten. I would not recommend <laughs> okay. it. Okay. I think there's. Uh, I, ultimately, I found it boring. It's definitely campy, and but the most of the time you're laughing. I, it's just mostly bad. But it also really depends on the age deeply, of the person. Deeply, deeply, yeah. Uh, it's deeply unfunny, and it needed dialogue. I felt if like if there was dialogue, it would have been even more campier. Because I would love to see Peter Frampton and Peter Frampton and uh, the Beaches have to ha- do a scene. <laughs> yeah, right. it would have been that would have been more interesting to me. <laughs> exactly, would have been so bad. Even like when they're like pantomiming and like go over there, it's so bad. <laughs> so bad. What it's happened? a weird decision to it's... not have any of your characters say anything. Right, that's like a weird decision. Yes. All right. Our next category, the male gaze. On a scale of 0 to 100, how horny is the camera for the male form? Hmm. Like pretty horny, right? I, think I mean, like, horny. It's kind of horny. There's a lot, Not again, really. the form fitting clothes. You see a lot of chest hair in this movie. And you also, get a lot of like, it. there's a really great, there's some really great ass shots. Mm-hmm. Like especially, I feel like when... for me that's more for the that's more the fashion of the time and not so much the camera the director's intention behind the camera. I don't think he's the director's doing anything especially to highlight the male form. But if there are attractive, I mean, there's a lot of wide shots. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> he's not doing anything to highlight the male form. Hmm. I don't, I don't know. know. There's, there's, a, there's a lot of there's a lot of peacocking. I noticed a lot of, like, of I noticed a lot of bulges, like the cameras come looking up at them, and their bulges are mm. accentuated. Okay, right. like when they're watching Earth, Wind, and Fire. You said it's been decades, Pam. Decades, decades, <laughs> decades. Let's do. Since you've last been, seen I saw a bulge. <laughs> what number are you I thinking for I saw a bulge. This, I was awakened. Um, okay, the male gaze. I don't know. Sixty. Okay, I'll go with 60. 60. Uh, yeah, I mean, we also have Boy Scouts dancing in tight pants. So I'm tight. Gonna go, uh, so tight. I'm going to go 68. 68. Um, I believe this director scene comes off really straight. Um, I'm going to give it a 30. Because there's a few things, but I think that's just accidental. Okay. But it's going to make up some more points here. Entrances with pizzazz. Oh, yeah. Big time, right? There's like, a lot. Yeah, ton of them. Uh, this I mean, is, I say a hundred. Earth, here. wind, and fire. Just musical numbers, and then just the, like a marching band coming Preston. out in the middle of World War. Even the arrival of the chorus and the very final sequence of the film, although they don't technically <laughs> yeah. physically enter, they right. enter the film with just like, "What is this? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Why is this? Yes. Yeah. Ninety-five. Uh, let's go a hundred on this. A hundred. All right. You, uh, yeah, I'll go. I'll go ninety-five. I think it's all pretty like. I mean, musicals tend to be very announcey in with characters, so yeah. John Flynn should have um, been my partner. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm also going to give it a 95. They're pretty crazy, especially Earth, Wind, and Fire enters their show in like tubes from space that get lowered down, mm-hmm. and then they exit. That's crazy. That's the definition of pizzazz. That's pizzazz for you. All right, next category: dramatic lighting. Well, that's there's a, a bunch. Lot. I mean, they have all the performance lighting. In the musical there's numbers, like, there's a lot, and there's and there's mm-hmm. like a lighting change in the middle of the Steve Martin number. 
when they like come yep. in, then they go dark, and then they're using like right. lightsabers or whatever. Uh, yeah, they have a lot of weird lighting effects too. All that like the drug lighting. orgy scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because Al, uh, Alice Cooper's because Pretty. the nowhere man. When there's that weird moment where Barry Gibb like spots the drum, and he gets like a Morticia Adams effect on his <laughs> eyes. Yeah. <laughs> But on the con side, I did think like the outdoor scenes were all pretty bland, right. especially in the opening where they're going through every decade. Like every decade looked exactly the same yeah. lighting wise. And I thought that was an opportunity to stretch. You know, what's so weird, though, about the outdoor. All the outdoor scenes have that weird, diffused 70s glow, like yeah. Yeah. blue from like you know whatever like bad news bears looks like that right. too like all those movies it's like a haze yeah a haze i guess it was smog in la that gave it that color heartland usa um yes it was in heartland and USA. were the bgs from heartland yes maybe yes. that's why they didn't that have them talk clear i guess me. that's why they didn't have them yeah. talk right it would have ruined See, it wasn't with clear. those accents yeah they would have blown it and they were auditioning to be the new sergeant pepper band which there hadn't been in like no, years, it was that Billy was like just pick them. I did not because understand he how got this, like, the, system works. His, it feels his very grandfather was the thing, and so he got the medal or whatever. Does that matter? Um, yeah, that pr- right away the movie though, was losing the, me on that. The stuff. other two, I mean, <laughs> right? uh, so Barry Gibbs hot. The other two BGs are <laughs> ugly, and they were so <laughs> famous. Like you would never have that now. You could be ugly no. back you then. Could be ugly you could be and ugly and everybody would be like, yes, this bald guy, yeah. hooray. Yeah. <laughs> you know? hooray. If you showed up, you couldn't be an ugly band anymore. <laughs> you just can't. You can't be an ugly They band. were an ugly Jesus band. <laughs> they were. <laughs> Maurice was hot. The other two were ugly. No, Maurice. <laughs> Maurice wasn't hot. Barry. Barry, Barry was hot. hot. <laughs> Barry knew he was hot. Sorry. Everybody was like, he's the front man. He's the hot one. And then, <laughs> His hair is wild. He had so, the best hair. Yeah. was that Lighting. What do we want to do? Dramatic Well, lighting. there's a lot. So what do you say? Well, 95? I feel like, to be fair, it should be like 80 because it's either like all or nothing. Okay. So eight. I think it like, it still dominates your, because of all the musical numbers, but there's these, I think 80 is the fair number. Oh, fine. Thank you. 80. We got a lot. I'm going to go 86. 86. Okay. Um, I'm going to go 70 because right. it wasn't... It was predominantly bland. Okay. All right. Next category: strident women. Hmm. Wow. I think Lucy was here. pretty strident. There's Lucy, and that's about it. I think the mom. I mean, I get it. The She's mom. mom, but she just seems so like, uh, a doormat. What did I tell you, yeah. A doormat is strident to you. It could She's be. literally walked over. I think she tried to <laughs> weaponize her tears, which I found strident. <laughs> Hello, oh, white women. Weaponizing her tears. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you're just making that up, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's really just Lucy. I think it's low. Yeah, I mean, there's not that I many. think it's like maybe 30%. Yeah, I mean, Strawberry maybe. is not very strident. Not at all. No. I mean, if you look at the number of women in the I movie. I guess she was like, yeah. I'm going to go Two. get him. I mean, and her bedroom. Oh, my about, God, Strawberry. What do we get for <laughs> Tina Turner? <laughs> what about <laughs> Tina Turner being in the, in the chorus at the end? <laughs> Tina Turner? Uh, sure. She seemed there's pretty good. There's joyful, tons of though. strident women in the last five minutes. Doesn't That's quite dominate true. the film. Though. No, I don't know. <laughs> if you ever like making a strident women movie marathon, I don't know if you would include Sergeant. <laughs> no. Thirty. What do you say? Right, what thirty. Work are you programming to do a strident tonight women movie on Strident Women? TV. 
<laughs> I mean, one that wants ratings. Yeah. What are you guys giving it? Guys 30. Say 30. Uh, I'll go I'll go 35 because it's like basically one third of the women in this movie are sort of threatened. There's barely any women in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And but so you're the saying women, the women, 30, of about 33% well, of the movie. Lucy's a big yeah. character. I mean, she's not like. Yeah. I'm giving it a 15. Okay. Jesus. All right. Next category. Macabre. How macabre is Sergeant Pepper? <laughs> well, Alice Cooper's in it. Alice, Alice Cooper. Cooper. Um, Donald Pleasance, like, literally looks into the camera and sings such a dirty old man several times. That's really upsetting. Mm. Uh, someone dies because he's playing a trumpet that is shaped like a heart. That's kind of macabre. And what can we talk about Strawberry's death? She's strapped to this neon art thing, and you see her fall, and it's really scary looking. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, it's clear. It's obvious it's a mannequin, but it, at first it takes you a second to realize it's a mannequin. It looks like the camera's just captured, like, an on-set accident. Mm-hmm. Is it macabre that it George looked- Burns looks on the verge of death the whole time, unintentionally? Thought so. oh, I, thought I thought he, he was looked fun. great. <laughs> but, like, he wasn't going to die for, like, another 40 years. I know, but still. He looks like... 40? He- he's still alive? <laughs> No, because it was 78, so this would have been... Uh, he, he died two years ago? He Well, more than that. Uh, earlier than that, but... We're splitting he almost, hairs. He almost hit 100. Because I know he was like booked to play like a huge stadium when he got up to be 100. What about the it. scene when Steven Tyler like puts his scarf around yeah, Strawberry so and like, like wipes his like sweaty like... hair against her face? And he, Steven Tyler disgusting. was like, I have to have my scarves on my microphone. Right. They have if to I don't have my scarves, who, who am I? Yeah, no one will know it's me. Macabre. Those robots. Those robots are pretty macabre. Very upsetting. Very upsetting. They're basically wearing fetish wear. They really are. Mm-hmm. Um, Someone being buried in a glass coffin, that's pretty macabre. Yes, and they put so her we on get a like lot a of horse-drawn carriage. Mm-hmm. Um, this is like a fairy tale level of macabre. It's a lot. I'm gonna say ninety. Okay, I'm down. Ninety. This is one of the most macabre movies you've ever <laughs> seen. <laughs> it's Sergeant Pepper's Lonely. Well, Heart I think be- I think in contrast, like the macabre moments are impactful. I, I'll, if uh, Mark's talking me down, ten. Don't let him bully. Don't let him bully. I'm not bullying. Reacting is not bullying. What are you? You're a snowflake. You can't handle There's a tone. You You can't handle any pushback from me. Oh yeah. Can't handle any pushback. Will cannot. Will can't handle any pushback from anybody. He's like, you're right. I'm a failure. That's true. I am. I heard ninety. I heard ten. Well, Pam, what's the number here? I say ninety. 90. Yeah, I'll go with you. I'll support you. I support you, Will. Thank I you, Pam. I support you. I support our guest, but I'm going to give it a 70. Mm-hmm. 70. See, it's not bad. You're going to give it a 10. I should have said. Mark? No. I'm going to give it a 30. Okay. Okay. It's not that macabre. All right, next category. Wigs. Hmm. Well, this would do better if there were women, but there are those prostitutes, the other women in this movie. I know. When uh-huh. they arrive the at robots, home. The robots have weird kind of wigs on. Yeah. They really do. The robots the, do. All that. the women in the Lucy in the diamonds, and Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds, they're all wigs in that number. Right. But are these like iconic wigs? You know what I mean? Are these like great wigs? I mean, are the, like, the oh, prostitute wigs, that robots, blonde sure, prostitute yeah. wig. I don't even know why they were like, well, we have to, she has to have a wig on for these prostitutes. So weird. <laughs> Also, the villain had that toupee that they used a lot for laughs. Yeah, always funny, always hilarious. When a man is, going I feel like I overdid it with macabre, and I have to make up for my. No, you don't. I'd say seventy. How about 40? Oh, you want to do no, 70? 70. 
70. This Those is one robot of the most, wigs the robot are pretty wigs, iconic, I would say. Lucy wigs, prostitute wigs, yeah. toupee guy. That's more than your average movie. We'll find out, won't we? Mm. <laughs> we'll be, we can see how it compares. So what are you saying? 70. 70. I'm going to go 80 on wigs. See? 80. Told you, Will. I'm not trying to pump the numbers either. I'm not trying to pump the numbers because they had one of the lowest scoring ones. But, you know. (laughs) You guys are doing fine compared to your previous movies. (laughs) I'm giving it a 35. Giving it an average of 61.67, which is 20 points higher than Little Shop of Horrors. All right. There you go. All right. Oh, and here's uh, Will's category coming back. Quips on a scale of zero oh, to one hundred. How are the quips? Zero. Zero. There's like no zero. good jokes in. Not this. a quip. There's Not no a quip to be had. Wasn't that? I feel like there was like a pun somewhere. Like in one of like the computer. You feel things. like there was a pun. I somewhere. feel like I feel like there was a sense of like a. Do you have any evidence of or this? Or even like the like um. I think when that one song was happening, and all the Bee Gees run away and they have to come back and and grab the brother who's still singing. And you thought that was really funny? And he stops. I thought that was sort of funny. He was like, oh, we're going now? I like that. There's and a couple of things. It was a very That's dry a British quip. Yeah, but yeah. Like the, uh, the, the, the non-verbal did. pantomime was a quip? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> they... The look to a camera. It's sort of like an, an, uh, a, a quip of an eyebrow, if you will. Right. I won't. They did look no. to the camera a little bit. You don't have to. A couple of times. I'll, I'll, give, it a, times. I'll give it a five out of 100 for the look to the camera. <laughs> five? Sure. I'll give it a 10 for that. Ten. I'm giving it a zero. There are no quips in this movie. Wow, my last Harry Met Sally had like zero in so many categories, but rocked in quips. That's true. This is the opposite. <laughs> You're balancing out. There must be balance, just like Thanos says. All right, <laughs> next category. Vibrato. How would you rate the vibrato in this movie? I mean, there's a ton of it. Well, John, uh, how do we define we always, vibrato? We mean vibrato, yes, in the, the vocal literal meaning, but we also mean vibrato is like anytime you get something extra, anything they, they sort of give a moment a little more than it maybe needs, but you still like oh, it. Oh, that's a ton in this movie. Yeah. Right? Even even just things like... I mean, it's a musical, so they're singing all the time, so there's tons of vibrato. Tons of literal it. vibrato, and then also just like, just like lingering on stuff unnecessarily because they didn't have ideas, like happens all the time. Like the drug orgy, in a way, just the existence of that scene to me is vibrato. It's like... Yes. <laughs> just acting like drugs are a big deal and like a corrupting... <laughs> thing right. is like insane and then say drugs are bad in a Beatles movie I don't is like know one of the most hypo- <laughs> hypocritical things you could ever do like I don't know why they roofied Billy he was going to sign the contract they all signed the contract it didn't make any right. sense so a yeah. hundred mm-hmm. for vibrato <laughs> yeah <laughs> I mean they definitely do too much of lots of stuff what do you want Will what's your number I think the real number is 75. Like wow. I just, okay. Let's go 85 the then. Let's meet in the middle. Oh, let's do 85. 85. All right. 85. 85. Now that's fair. Now we're being That's compliment. I feel <laughs> heard. I feel seen. Yeah. I feel like I am part of this. <laughs> Good. Uh, I'm going to give it a, an a 89 for vibrato. Mm, so 89. You know what? Wait. I'm going to go. I Excuse me. Hold on. I'm going to go. Uh, 95, because that finale is pure vibrato. True. Just all of those the extra people is, showing yeah. up. Oh, my gosh. Is Man, like Jack. pure unnecessary, pure more than you need. Gwen Bowser? Burden, Bowser's Bonnie, in there? Steven. We have cameos okay, category okay. coming up. That's okay, but still, they overlap sometimes. <laughs> so that is my, yes, 95 for vibrato. Um, we should say, though, very, the cameo, were they basically recreate the Sgt. Pepper album cover at the end with the current day. Well, they're going to have to watch to find out. 
I'm don't bother. Just look, <laughs> look it up on YouTube. <laughs> it's the same thing. I'm I'll give it a 90 for a vibrato. It is all too much and uh, not one moment of good taste. All right. Next category, footwork. On a scale of 0 to 100, how would you rate the footwork? 100. And Pepper's? <laughs> no, Pam. What? The footwork? <laughs> well, we've got the marching band. I mean, band, compa- is, is this compared to like horse? movies with tap dancing and stuff like that or like yeah. actual good dancing? Uh, okay, 90. Yeah, movies Billy to Preston at the mo- end. That footwork Billy was Preston fucking phenomenal. Yes, also, yes, that's the true. That's true. In Steve in in uh Steve Martin's Steve Martin. number. That footwork was great. There is a roller skating horse. A horse roller skating. Yeah, that's true. Um uh that Steve Martin His number. Marching band. He's like, he, it's like so Broadway, so like old Broadway, like the the footwork in that. Watching that Steve Martin, I was reminded like, <laughs> oh, this is why some people didn't like Steve Martin at the time. Like when he first, like he was considered like <laughs> provocative. He was considered yeah. like too much because like, oh, he is like very grating. Like he's doing this affected voice thing and it's very yeah. annoying. He like yeah. yelled everything he said on film for the first like five years of movies he did. Yeah. Hello. And then we had our beloved Roxanne. And when he finally, finally calmed down and w- let us in, <laughs> he let the nose do the work. <laughs> so, what do you want to give this for footwork? What do you want, Will, since you hate my 100, even though I'm trying to sell it to you? I'll go with you on this one. Oh, wow. Okay. 100? Okay. Yeah. I think Will's into me. <laughs> you definitely got to. Will they or won't they? The question. <laughs> won't no they one cares. Or won't they? Yeah. Why would they? Give it, why would I give it a 91 <laughs> for footwork? 91. See, I told and you it was high. A good dancer. You're right, Pam. <laughs> I'm going to give it an 85 because I won't remember any single dance move except for Billy Preston. Oh, that was amazing. That mm-hmm. footwork. So good. It was so good. All right, good. we have four more wheel categories until the bonus round. Will, you have time to stay for the wheel category? Yes. I think that would make sense. Yeah. Right, yeah. And the wi- these wheel categories are categories that are neither canon nor bonus. So, Pam, you'll find your shawls category mm-hmm. in the, on the wheel. So, John spins a wheel and we get... We get... Facial hair. Facial hair. Oh, very oh, this high. This is high. There's a lot. Tons a of lot facial, facial hair, hair in this. You got the Gibbs, the, Alice Cooper. Oh, my gosh. Got that the, mustache. Uh, the evil guy. His Cooper. Weird. Oh, no, the mm-hmm. um, yeah, record guy. BD, yeah, yeah, BD, yeah. yeah. He had that weird sort of, yeah. It is funny, like, watching, like, Donald Pleasance in this, like, after he had probably just done, like, Halloween. Yeah. Right? Isn't this yeah, after yeah. Halloween? Oh, my God. <laughs> 78, so, yeah. It's <laughs> so weird. Like, what a what an arc. That's range. What, um, what do you say? Well, 100, 100 for facial hair. Okay. See how easy I am? I just go with it. <laughs> I don't put them up. 100 out of all the facial hair. You sound just like me when you do that. I know. <laughs> I'm going to go 92. 92. The year Batman Returns came out. Mm. Um, I'll give it a 75. I don't think it's any. There's no like one great thing of facial hair. Iconic facial I know, hair. Alice Cooper's mustache is pretty sweet. It's fun. He's great. Facial hair was from uh, Mission Impossible Fallout. Okay. Is anyone on fire? That is not quite how I have the category written down. Isn't it? um, Okay. What do you have it? How's it? uh, Flaming gaze. (laughs) Oh, I thought it was. I thought it was. Is anyone on fire literally or figuratively? Um, If you say so. Hmm. You guys have to tell us what to rate. I know. I have a literally or figuratively flaming queen. Hmm. This is the Frank DeCaro category from Female Trouble. 
Um, I mean, we literally or figuratively. I think there's we have a zero in both of those, right? Because there's nobody really flaming, (laughs) and there's nobody on uh, inflamed. I mean, yeah. Because how does Sandy die? She dies. She she falls off a thing. Yeah. So I think this is zero for this. I guess so. Yeah. Is there any? All right. I guess I have to go zero as well. It feels like there should be. I mean, couldn't you say Mr. Mustard is like a bit of a flaming queen? He's not really gay, but he's like a bit of a queen. You know what I he mean? He's like a Louis yeah. Vuitton jacket. That's true. Okay. So okay, 25? I'm, I'm going... <laughs> 25 for that? To 10? He is a flaming queen. He really was gay in real life. Okay. His character is not gay. All right, 25. But his character is camp. That's how they All did right. things in the 70s. 25. All right, then. 25. John, you're sticking with zero? I'll go to 25 as well. You made such a compelling okay. argument. I mean, when it when it matters, I'll speak up. <laughs> yeah, when it matters. <laughs> when it's important. Uh, such an arbiter. All right. I'll also give it a 25. Give an average of 25. Spin that wheel, John. Two more. Gay icons. I mean. Rough. That's I mean, almost none. I mean, only in the finale. What are you finale. talking about? Almost the finale? Nine. You got Tina Turner. You got Cheetah Rivera. You got Gwen Verdon. You got Connie Stevens. You got who else? Who else am I missing? So I mean, it's so hard because they have. I'd such... say Dame Edna is for straight people, Dame not Edna? for gay people. Though. She's such... for straight people. But don't she you think? is. A, so. It's not for gay people. For, I mean, isn't she like? Don't people? Gay people. Drag? She's an icon within yeah. the gay community. Um. I think gay people. It's just would all so know tough because they're on screen for like two seconds, right? Yeah. So how much mm-hmm. you know weight can you give that? You know what I mean? But there are gay icons in this so, movie. And there are a bunch. There are gay icons. There are a bunch. Should mm. we give it a 50? Just even though there's so many, we're dinging them for time? Yeah, okay. Um, Hurry up, what, Will. What, what impact do they have in the film? Time and you're taking up the most time. <laughs> it doesn't feel like it can be, it doesn't it feel like it can be more than 30. Hurry up. Huh? Because it, it doesn't feel like it can be more than 30 because like... Okay, thirty. The, these Let's, very okay, powerful icons 30, are not. A, all right. Yeah. <laughs> thirty. <laughs> thirty. John, what are you going to give a uh, I'm going to. I look. Anytime you have Cheetah Rivera and Gwen Verdon show up in a movie, uh, I got to go eighty-five. Eighty-five. Tina if, Turner. If you want to see Carol Tina Channing. Turner, I, we haven't said Carol Channing once. 90. We have. We gotta go. 90. <laughs> <laughs> I want to at least go up to fifty. All right, we'll go to fifty. We'll go to fifty. All right. If you want to see a movie where Tina Turner's on screen for five seconds, watch Sergeant Pepper. I mean, Pepper. but her legs. Mm-hmm. But I dynamite. Mean, come on. No, you guys should have stuck with thirty-five. That's what I'm giving it. All mm-hmm. right. Next category, John. Give it a spin. I like the system you guys have. Thank you. We haven't gotten to the bonus categories yet. Non-traditional murder weapons. I mean, well, there's Maxwell Silver Hammer. Silver Hammers. There's being attached to a sign. Although, is he murdering them or just transforming them? He's transforming them. Because he transforms them. I don't know if that's but really he murder. Try to, but they do get into that fight. Like, yeah, that's, and then like the Silver fight. Hammers turn into yeah, lightsabers. Terrible. Yeah. That's very non-traditional. And they could murder somebody. But no one is actually murdered. But that's what they're designed for. I think we can. Sure. I think that counts. Okay. So I say minimum fifty. All right, I'll go with fifty. Okay, fifty. 
Uh, I'm going to go a little higher because, the, you know, the silver hammers being attached to that weird dollar sign. I'm going to go 75. 75. You've never seen such an unusual murder weapon. <laughs> um, I'm going to give it a 45 because it's just not enough. Why that dollar sign, too? Because it was a corrupt music business. Oh, yeah. Okay. It made you not think. Like the, not like the producers of the movie of Sgt. Pepper. <laughs> you know, those people did it for the art. This wasn't a mm-hmm. crash tie-in. All right. Well, that takes us to the guest category. I think we didn't talk about how we're going to do this, John. We had we want to all do beforehand. a group think. So, so typically, need... this is the part of this in this show where our guests add a category. So we weren't sure if you wanted to add one together, maybe revisit one of your old categories. Like maybe we want to redo shawls. Oh we wow, you really hate shawls. I don't hate shawls. I'd say they could pitch something, John, but also you are more than in your rights to trump whatever you want if you have something else, because it's your movie pick. Oh, well, I hadn't thought about something, so this will be bad. Okay. Um, Pam, what do you think? What do you guys think? We put our guests on the spot all the time. uh, I'm really bad at this. How about about something called It's Not on the Page, like a movie where (laughs) they weren't counting on the script to carry it through and hoping just like personality and chutzpah would do it? So like a bad script, like, a, like an on purpose bad script. Like oh, it'll be it's so bad it's good. I guess that's just camp, right? Here's what I'm thinking. Hearing you say that, or like thinking about this movie specifically, like the fact that like there's so many people. Like you have the BGs pretending to be Beatles, and you have like all these artists pretending to be other people. And there's something very drag about like oh, I'm gonna dress up as the, I'm gonna pretend I'm Madonna and do this number. I'm gonna pretend mm-hmm. I'm this person. So I wonder if there's something like performing someone else. Is there something? Yeah, to well, well, we have do wearing it, someone else's clothes. That's true. Is there any We're already kind of have a category like that. That's We're true. Oh. Per- impersonation. And I was going to say like bravado, but I feel like that's already covered by other categories well, too. Well, what so about like tight pants. hanging on performance? Tight pants. tight pants. Or like letting it like hang on pants. a performance. Who doesn't like tight pants? How about is Earth, Wind, and Fire in your film? Um, <laughs> tight, I don't know if that makes it tight clear. pants. How about this? Is do you have earth, wind, or fire? <laughs> that makes it gayer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the how movie twenty twelve with bulges. How about just bulges? What about bulges? Bulges. Visible bulges, penis line. Bulges or satin. Sat- satin, satin pants. I like bulges. What do we think of that? Love it. Bulges. Because uh, I did bulges. mention it earlier. Bulges. I did mention the bulges earlier. It's inspired so by you, Pam. Inspired by Yes. Um, I was talking about bulges, so I think that's why <laughs> we were, were talking about bulges. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. So what would you give Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club band for bulges? Ooh, Pam, uh, I defer to you. Mm, come on, You Will. don't see them, Will? You, oh, oh, Will wow. doesn't oh, see bulge. I'm anti- bulge. Um, I don't see sex. Um, <laughs> I'm going to give it, I don't know, I'm going to say mm, 80 for bulge. It helps being in the seventies. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I'll give it. I'll give it an an eighty nine for bulge. Mm. Eighty nine. Um, I'll give it seventy five. <laughs> it's no sleepaway camp. Bulge. <laughs> All right, bulges. So that brings us. We are about to go into the bonus round, but first we must bid adieu to Will Hines, who has other pressing. Concerns. I am so sorry. No, you're not. I'm okay. really sorry. Just I really love you so guys. Much, and John, thank you for picking this movie. It was fun to think no about. Problem. And Mark, thank Will, you for being hard on and keeping it honest. I someone's <laughs> got to do the dirty work. Will, thank before God. he goes, is there anything you'd like to plug, promote, or shill for? Pam and I do a podcast called "I Will Write Your Book," and it's um, it's just uh, I'm a ghostwriter who has on weird clients who need books written, 
and it's all improvised, and Pam stretches herself to play a character who is irritated with me at all times. And it's, wow, uh, it's Pam, how do you pull that off? Well, you know, it's hard because <laughs> I'm so kind to Will, and I'm such a giving, caring person. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, I do want to say Will asked me, like, hey, to do be on the first one, and then he asked me to be on everyone since. <laughs> you book it. <laughs> I book, baby. That's how you do it. That's the Murphy guarantee. I said, when can you do this? She's like, I'm available anytime. I was like, you're in. (laughs) (laughs) You booked it. (laughs) Will, where can they find this podcast? Um, It's called I Will Write Your Book, and it's on Apple Podcasts. And uh, that's the best place to find it. Great. All right. Uh, Bye, everybody. Bye. Thank you, guys. We are great. He's leaving. I'm leaving. He's well, pushing just the go, button. Just leave. Okay, he's gone. <laughs> All right. So now we are into the bonus round categories. Um, right. So this, instead of zero to hundred, we're both we're all going to give it zero to five percent. And then uh, these, the movie is not penalized for not scoring high. This is just added to the points they already have. Oh, okay. All right, so the first okay. category, makeover montage. On a scale of 0 to 5%, how are the makeover montages? Oh, there's montages a makeover montage, all right. The getting yeah. famous one, where they get getting famous. Where they get famous. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give them a 5. A 5. Yeah, I'll give it a 5 as well. I mean, you kind of have to. All right, next category, angry phone hang-ups. Mm. Well, no one really talks on a phone specifically, but there are some sort of like, Get me the band. Like, get me the instruments. I want them now. You know Nobody what I mean? Nobody says like, that. There's no dialogue in this movie. But, well, like, on the computer there screens, are a, a lot, lot of, of that, um, yeah. Western Union wires being delivered. That's true. That's my favorite character, the guy who shows up <laughs> yeah, with Yeah, he's the... great. <laughs> um, I don't know. I guess you have to kind of give it zero for angry hangups. Zero. I'm going to give it one, because I think there's, like, some stuff that sort of ev- evokes a uh, phone hangup. Mm. <laughs> Phone hang up evocation. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, exactly. I'm, it's not a five, but you know, it's a something. It makes you sure. think of it. It makes you, it reminds you of the time you hung up the phone angry. Exactly. Um, I'm going to give it a zero. All right. This next category might be tough. Titular theme song. Oh, well, I it's got to be a five. You've got to give it a five. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. They do it three times. Three times. Hope you're not sick of that song. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not, but I did listen. They only. They don't do within you without you. Uh, or Lovely Rita. Those are like the two big Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. And also, I wish we could have asked when Will is here. They always say uh, Sgt. Pepper is a concept album. What's the concept? Mm-hmm. What is the concept? What is just we're uh, psychedelics and the songs blend into each other. <laughs> and then we'll have a reprise of Sgt. Pepper. I think that's the concept. Oh, yeah. Just that? That because there's a reprise. That's the well, there's no like story right. or anything. You know, there's no like. No, I mean, clearly they try to make one. They try to right. cobble one mm. together. Well, they didn't have anything to do with it, so who knows? No, but I mean, the whoever right. made this movie tried to cobble mm-hmm. one from right, right. it. Attempted. Yeah. <laughs> All right, our next category. Am I lame without Fun- Will? No, no. You're oh great. good. You're blossoming. Oh, you're great. Really? Right now. I don't need a man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Everyone's saying you're so much funnier without him. <laughs> fun fonts. How are the fonts? It's oh, there's lots They're of great. fonts. The opening credits. Pretty fun. Uh, they have like a lot of stuff like written in those flags in the grass. Yes. Um, flags in the grass. Like the you know. Oh, like and the, like, like the garden, the like, hedges. Yeah. Exactly. Like yeah, Mickey you know. at Disneyland. Remember Disneyland, uh-huh. guys? Oh, oh guys, gosh. remember? Oh, never Can't again. Go. Never again. 
Um, Not until there's a vaccine. And also the uh, the type that's like old timey silent film. The, like the silent yeah. movie. Right, yeah, like so Enter five. Mr. Mustard. Five. Or, yeah, stuff like that. I'll go five as well. I will also go five. They're pretty fun. Um, cheer-worthy cameos. <laughs> five. Well, I mean, five. You gotta go five. You gotta go five. I do have... Didn't you think about half of the people doing that looked miserable, though? <laughs> like there was a gun to their head? It looked like they... Ha- well, I mean, it looked like they had 15 minutes to learn any choreography, and they could only shoot it once. Yeah. That's what it looked like. <laughs> but it did look like kids being dragged. Like, take a photo with the fam. Like, teenagers being, like, take a photo well, with the family. Apparently what happened was they sent out invitations to, like, hundreds of people and even said, like, we'll pay for you to, like, fly out here and we'll put you up because they wanted this ending to be that absurd, to be, like, as absurd as it was. So I think... Every- I don't think anyone was, like... <laughs> Like on jury duty doing the finale of Sergeant. Some Pepper. of them looked miserable to me. I think some of them were like, "What's going on here? Right. When can we? When? When do those bags of cocaine come back out?" I think a lot I felt of like they could have gotten weirder because, like in the actual cover, there's like people from all different time eras, and, right. you know, fictional care on Correct. the actual cover. Like yeah. this one, they could have. It's you know, so weird that they used Boop in real there. people that they use real people <laughs> of that time. Well, it would have been great to do that. Combine it with like impressionists. You know what I mean? Like have someone rich doing little. <laughs> but you know, but like have someone doing one of those crazy impressions of someone who you wouldn't be able to get, but then also have Tina Turner, right? Madam, Willie and Madam, what's FDR. the guy who did Waylon Flowers and Madam? Waylon Flowers and where are they? Yeah, I'd say that for every movie. Doing though. cocaine, I'm sure. All right, next category: pool trouble. Yeah, all those women when they first show up, and there's all those women around the pool. Oh yes! Oh my god, like, I forgot. Come into our bat, yeah. Come sign the contract. Five. There's trouble afoot. Oh my god. They're like um the sirens, like I want you know, you. tempting the sailors. Yeah. <laughs> I want to so bad. <laughs> I thought those were covers were so bad. Am I crazy? I thought some of them were fun. I think because I, I re-listened to Sergeant Pepper and Abbey Road today. Well, and then when you're listening to oh, the, wow, thank so you. quickly. Um, but I also think like the Cirque du Soleil love was like is more adventurous with the material. Well, they're using the recordings and sort of yeah. doing... But you still have this, like, text that you're reinventing. You know what I mean? I feel like that's why I like the Alice Cooper and the Earth, Wind, and Fire version, because they're, like, they make them their own. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As a, And the Bee Gees are so beholden to the originals. Yeah. yeah. Maybe because they're um, whatever. Are, are they British or they're Australian? I don't know Australian. what they are. Mm-hmm. So maybe they're yeah. just, like, so in awe of them. So in awe. Yeah, where other people are like, um, I have an opinion. <laughs> I hate those people. Uh, so, what do you want to give this for pool trouble? Five. A five? Yeah. This is I'll up there with gremlins. Oh, no, it's not up there with gremlins. I'll give it a four. Four. I'm not trying I'm to bump give it my, it Again, well. I'm not trying to bump my numbers. Don't worry about I'm it. not trying to bump. Great. You want the. Where do you want this to end up, Pam? Higher than Kramer versus Kramer. Well, that's a given. That's no problem. You've already accomplished that. I want to get at least get it in the top fifteen. Okay, we'll see. I'm giving it a two point five for pool trouble because it's just that one scene. All right, next category. You can do it. Sassy best friend. Uh, I think that one Gib, which whoever it was who keeps doing the the takes to the camera, the drummer, the drummer, yeah. And what is he wearing to the funeral? Like he has like a little scarf, scarf the yeah. thinnest scarf mm-hmm. tied around his neck. Mm. A one. I'll give it a, a one. one. I'll give it a one as well. Um, I'm gonna give it a zero. It's hard to be sassy when you're not talking. 
story of my know. life. A lot of eye work, though, going on. So yeah. much eye Speaking of eye work, bold lips. Oh. I mean, Steve Tyler's in this movie. Yes. That's true. There's a lot of like singing really up close to people. That's pretty bold and brazen. Hmm. There's such a weird kiss um, when they're getting the money. You know, when they're like rolling around in the money. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When uh, Is it- Shears and what's her name? Lucy. Yeah, they like have such a weird kiss it's like he's really going into really french deep and she's like oh i didn't know we were doing that it looks so (laughs) weird oh so that's happening (laughs) um i don't know there was also this shot with um when they're like signing the contracts at dinner when like barry gibb and one of the girls are like both sucking on like a crab leg or something Mm-hmm. Like some metal meat tube, it's <laughs> like the Lady in the Tramp style. <laughs> oh, weird! You know what's it's weird very too strange. is that Maurice Gibb is like licking the bottom of his boots in that scene. Like he's at the end he of the table, like high out of their and mind. his boots are on his hands or something. It's so weird. Yeah. Um, three, three. Uh, I'll go three as well. Three. I'm gonna go two. Could have been bolder. All right, next category: witches. How witchy is Sergeant Pepper? I mean, Billy Preston does bring Sal- uh, Strawberry Fields back to life. Yes, it's true. true. That's magic. And Donald Pleasance is like kind of a Satan figure. You're making a deal mm-hmm. with the devil ish, mm-hmm. right. right? A pact like Ursula the Sea Witch. Even like Maxwell Silverhammer uh, has got some weird, like supernatural stuff going on. Right. Uh, I don't know. I might have to go five. Five. Is that what you're going to give it? <laughs> Not trying to. A person comes back anyway. to life. You just said it that way. A person comes uh, back to true. life. That's true. So you're, all right, a five. John, what are you going to do? I'm going to give it a four. I almost gave it four. a four. I almost gave it a four, but I just didn't want to give in to five. Mark. I didn't want to give in to him. Why it. start now, Pam? <laughs> Mm-hmm. I'm gonna give it a three. It's not when I think of Sergeant Pepper. I'm not gonna think it's the witchiest thing I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. All right, next category for zero to five percent. How Korean is Sergeant Pepper and the Lonely Hearts Club Band? Hmm. Zero. Yeah. Yeah, I have to think we have to go zero on that one. <laughs> I don't think it's very Korean at all. All right, then the next category felt. How felty? I'd say there's felt. I'd say there's, there's a, a fair amount of felt. Strawberry's hat. hat when she runs away. That's super felty. Mm. Was she anybody? Who is she? Are we supposed to know who she is? I looked her up. <laughs> well, she her got names. She got introducing credits. So. Yeah, it's like Sandy oh. Fontina or something. Farina. Farina. But Farina. I'm. I was like, how is she? It should be like Linda Ronstadt or something. Like right. Why? Yeah, why? Who is this person? And how did she get this part? And get her off my TV. <laughs> Who is this person? She How did she fine. get? She was fine, and she was fine. But and well, everyone has given like nothing nice. to do. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah. But maybe they yeah. were like, yeah. "Oh, she's so it wasn't unpleasant, innocent." But it wasn't interesting. It was I like. Why wasn't it someone who's like an amazing, amazing star? Vocalist yeah, singer. already. Yeah. That's what I don't understand. A mama Cass. I mean, <laughs> you know, anybody. Oh my god! We've got Frampton. We can. The world is our That's oyster. That's what's so weird. Like, there's all these huge stars, and it's just like, why is she in it? I don't understand. It's so weird. So, what do you want to give it for Felt, Pam? She wrote a song for Barbra Streisand, though. <laughs> Sandy oh, Farina. Yeah. Yes. What song? Uh, I forget. 
I don't know. I love that one. <laughs> love trivia. But it was after this. But it was after this. So maybe she was oh. like a songwriter that they knew or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so what am I giving it for felt? I'd say, well, I'm, I mean, I'm also like taking into consideration like those clown costumes and the big procession and yeah. stuff like that. As you should. So I'm going to say four. Yeah. Say four. A four. I'm going to go 4.5 on mm. felt. 4.5. Fraction, um, nice. I'm going to go four. I think any movie from the 70s is, does well in felt and now bulges. Sure. Mm-hmm. All right, next category. Gay actors playing gay roles. Well, there are no gay, gay roles. roles so. Zero. It's got to be zero. We have to go zero. That's why it's a bonus. All right, zeros across the board, tied with Ginger Snaps and Top Gun. <laughs> All right, next category: themes of mothers. There's some. I mean, Strawberry and her mom have a sort of tumultuous relationship. For sure. Is it tumultuous? They just get sad when she leaves. Isn't that about it? But she runs she away. She runs from away home. from that, home. You don't just run away because things are great. Well, no, because she's going towards her boyfriend. It seems like less about running away but from she, like a bad home life. No, because it, because she's specifically she's if you was just following her boyfriend, she'd be like, "Hey, I'm following my boyfriend." They'd be like, "Great, we love him," but she like specifically like sneaking out in the middle of the night, leaves a letter. Do I have to sing the song for you? You know what I mean? Like, there's there's something where like she's escaping. There's uh-huh. an escape right. element to her leaving. I'll say three. And the mom witnessed it because it's such a small mm-hmm. part well, of she, the thing. Mm-hmm. I'll give it a three. Yeah, I'll go two. Two. I'll go one. Mm. All right, next category. A feels song. Is there a song in Sgt. Pepper that puts you in your feels? Yes, five. Yeah, there's a bunch. Now, which one? I think Long and Winding Road. Long I think... Um, winding. Now, are you saying the versions in the movie or the songs themselves? I think that's a that is a fine cover. I don't think it's like one of the better songs, but I also think the... Um, Golden Slumbers, which is yes. the carry, uh, you're going to carry that weight. That's another song that can really put you in your feels. Yeah. That's so rude um, to like pick up a woman when she's dead and then say, carry that weight yeah. <laughs> in her coffin. It's a, it's a little too on the nose. So yeah. rude. Can you imagine? Um, I think even that song. <laughs> she's, she's like, I'm 105 pounds. I do <laughs> so much choking. cocaine. <laughs> I hardly enough. weigh anything. <laughs> <laughs> the glass coffin weighs more than she does. You have to put Those rocks in my pocket. glass coffins shouldn't throw <laughs> stones. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think there are definitely songs that are put you in your feels. I think even both of her songs, she sings, what, Here Comes the Sun? Yeah. What's the other one she sings? Strawberry Fields, probably. Yeah. So what are you giving it, John? I'll give it a, I'll give it a 4.5. 4.5. Feather Fraction. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give it a 2, and that's pretty much just for... Earth, Wind, and Fire, and Billy Preston. Mm-hmm. Those are the only times right. I felt a little bit of glimmer of life. All righty. All right, next category, gossip. Was there any moments when you watched Sergeant Pepper and said, that's gossip? Hmm. Well, there was like, who is, well, there's, there's no sort of like mystery speaking. stuff. There's not a lot of speaking, so that's <laughs> tough. But like when someone runs away from home, there's always like buzz, buzz, where'd she go? The robots are kind of being like, look, what's going on? Look, she's running away. Yeah, it's very gossipy. That's is very... that gossip or like, an, so an alarm system is gossipy? Well, yeah. but they're not, the way that they're doing it is very gossipy. Yeah. They're kind of very oh. gossipy about it. I'll give it a two yeah. for gossip. A two. I'll give, it, I'll give it a two for gossip as a well. A two. Um, I'm gonna give it a zero. I did not get any sense. You didn't of gossip get any sense movie. of gossip. Okay. No sense of gossip. No gossip. <laughs> All right. 
Finally, this is all or nothing for 15% bonus. Was there a positive portrayal of homosexuality? Mm, zero. No. Absolutely zero, unfortunately. not. Finally, negative 50% if this is the movie Boat Trip. This is not this the movie is not Boat the Trip. This is not the movie so Boat Trip. not be penalized 50% of its score. All right. All right. All right. So, Pam, how do you think we did now that all is said and done? I think we did okay. I agree. I think there's a lot of categories which we scored really high. But there are also a bunch where we didn't do well, but we'll see. I think so if you had a guess at number, that where do you think you ended up? Where do like, a, give me a specific number, not a range. A specific number in the list? 1 to 54. Oh, 1, to, one 54. to 54. I'm going to say 18. 18. I'll say, uh, I'll say 14. 14. Okay. So, out of a total possible 2,541.73 points, Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band has scored 1,816.40 points, giving it a percentage of 71.46, making it the 10th gayest movie <laughs> ever. Ah! Yes! Not as gay yes, as yes! Interview with a Vampire, but gayer than Face Off. Aha, I knew you it. You said top 10. I did initially say. Oh, initially said. I didn't initially, think you said top, top twenty. Yeah. Oh. All right then. Well. How do you feel, Pam? I, mean, I feel really good about this. I feel. Does it like feel better redeemed? being in the top ten than the literal bottom? Yes. Yeah. Yes. How do you feel, John? This was your pick. This was your queen's uh, choice. How does it feel it to be on this end of it? I feel like it did. It, it, it did what I wanted to do. Um, I I wanted to. I wish Will was here to talk more on it. Um, but uh, I, I'm very happy. I'm very proud with how this how this turned out. How about you, Mark? How are you feeling? I think it's a good example of like joyless camp. Yes. Mm. <laughs> so like just being campy isn't enough, mm-hmm. which I think this is a test. You need a little bit more, right? You need a little bit more. My closing thoughts on Sergeant Pepper's coming in number ten is that John Flynn is a genius and knows the questions well. It doesn't feel like the gayest movie that I can think of like that 10 seems high for it but it does just like supercharge enough of the categories I'm just impressed that this podcast has now gone on long enough that we are ruining the very system it has created and I'm proud to be a part of that well Pam you're our first returning guest First one to stay through the entire show, at least. Yes, wow, that's for sure. <laughs> men can do whatever they want, huh? Apparently. <laughs> Double standard. Straight right? white men Straight really white men do Really, the world is their oyster. They can come, they can go. Nobody gives a shit. Nobody cares. No one cares. Uh, Pam, is there anything you'd like to plug, promote, or show for at this well, time? Well, you know, I'd love to, as Will mentioned. We have a podcast. I will write your book. We have a podcast. It's ours, not his. Thank you. And right, yeah. um, uh, the new season of Corporate is coming out, and I'll be in an episode of that. Also, uh-huh. I'm in a show called The Mapleworth Murders on Quibi. Okay. <laughs> Well, anyone who has Quibi, check that out. Mm -hmm. What's it called? The Maplewood Murders? Mapleworth Murders. It's a parody of Murder, She Wrote. Like, kind of of a parody. It's based on, like, a Murder, She Wrote. Mm -hmm. Paula Pell, John Lutz wrote it. Oh, my goodness. Mm -hmm. Great. It's it's packed with peeps. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Pam. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. 
Always and you maintain your title as America's sweetheart. Uh, thank you, thank you. Oh my gosh, thank you for All having right, me. And, and we'll be right back. We're back. Wow, first wow, returning guest. First returning guest, and one of them had to leave early. Nice. It happens. Thank God we yeah, had a backup. We had That's never true. tell Pam she's the backup, though. No, never. You'll never hear the end of it. Mm-hmm. So, John, how was it being the one to pick? Did you go through a lot of movies before you settled on Sgt. Pepper? Well, when, when we came up with this idea, my thought was to, like, let's go to the people who my initial idea was go to the people who went who did poorly. Yes. And say, give to the give them a redemption. Give them a sense, you know, like show them like. Here's how you can do it. Here's how you can make it. Uh, here's how you pick a game movie. It's less of a redemption than more of like uh, homework, <laughs> like a class. So, uh, it was sort of like a, 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 a pleasant tutorial, if a you will. Pleasant, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that was it. So I said. So when I said, all right, well, again, like once I knew Will was on the bottom, I was like, oh, Will loves the Beatles. Uh, I had not. Last I spoke with him about this movie, he had not seen it. So I thought, I knew this movie would do well despite knowing what the movie was. And so I thought like, oh, this would be a perfect example. And then also I knew Pam was there at the bottom and I knew she liked the movie. So I thought like, oh, this would be fun. And I do think they are very funny together and they have that podcast. So I thought that would be, that's how I went about doing that. So in that way, the movie was very successful. If I was just on my own going into my own podcast, I probably wouldn't have picked this movie. You are though. This is but you your... know what I mean? But like if, if, I, if, if I wasn't trying to do this other thing, um, yeah, so I don't know. Maybe I'll maybe I'll go differently for my second choice. Yeah, you got one more choice. Yet. So, like, what would you give if you had to give Sergeant Pepper like a rating on zero to five stars? What would you give it? I mean, I I get I it's tough because I am biased in that like it is bad in a way that like it like you know how like if you really love a genre or a form, you'll watch badder versions of it and it's okay. Sure. You know I mean, like, if you really like action movies, like a shitty action movie, you're like, oh, but it still is fun in this way. Whereas, like, you know, the A plus version of anything anyone's gonna like. Yes. Um, so I like musicals. So even though I recognize this is bad, uh, there's a lot that it does that they should have done better. Um, but there are still <laughs> joys in it. Like I think the whole Lucy in the Sky with Diamond number is fun. I think again the last ten minutes, just from get back to the very end, as absurd as it is, is fun. And there's a lot of other silly things that I enjoy, even though I recognize they're bad, but I get enjoyment out of them. Sure. So, but I would say probably like a two stars, maybe like, I don't think it's a great movie, but like somewhere between two and three. I, I was going to say two stars as well. Okay. Wow. So are you angry? Are you mad at me for picking this movie? No, not at all. <laughs> I mean, it's so campy. I thought it was all, it was like though. And it's like, Oh, it's a good case of like camp without joy. You know what I mean? That's yeah, to me, like, no, I agree. You can't be just campy to be gay. Right. You know what I mean? That's why it's only You got to have fun doing it. Ideally. <laughs> yeah. I mean, apparently the Bee Gees two weeks into filming tried to get out of this movie. I don't blame them. Yeah. They, said they blamed it for ruining their careers. In addition I to mean, the whole disco backlash. Well, yeah, that too. But no, but this movie though, I don't know if that's true. Cause apparently when the movie, when they started shooting Saturday Night Fever had not come out yet and all the brothers had to share a trailer. And by the end of shooting, they all had their own deluxe trailer. Wow. So, I mean, yeah, obviously the movie came out probably a year or so after that. But, um, I don't know. I think they're being a little too hard on Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. Fair enough. If they were a better band, they could have risen above it. I mean, Bee Gees are pretty good. They are very good. Um, well, all right. So, Queen's Choice continues next week. I have a pick. 
Yes, you want to tell us who it is and what the movie is? John, I would love to. Thank you so much for asking me. Um, the guest for next week, he had the number one movie for like a, a very six months, maybe. Tony Rodriguez is our guest for next week. Yes. And the movie, directed by an actual gay person, is Batman Forever. Yes, very exciting. Have you seen Batman Forever? I, of course, have seen Batman Forever. I don't know. It's been a while, but it's been a while. That's true. Great. Mm -hmm. I've Uh, definitely seen it. Should be a fun movie. I'm sure I'll think it should be a musical, but I'm sure it's going to be great. I mean, you could say that for every movie. You could, but I don't always think that. (laughs) But you could. All right, so let us know what you think of this series or any of the movies we've done. Uh, we love hearing from you. You can email us at 20queens, that's T-W-O oldqueens at gmail.com. Or you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at 2oldqueens, T-W-O oldqueens. Or follow me on Letterboxd at Mark Rennie, where I keep a current ranking of the gayest movies with their categories and the guests. So we'll see you next week for Batman Forever. All righty. Goodbye. It's getting worse. Now it's time for credits. We got music by Danny Cohen. Artwork by Connie Shin. And special thanks to Alex Arche and Mike Rennie. Bye. Bye. We didn't get that right. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit Juvederm.com.